I'd like to welcome Dan Goldberger, Director of Digital Media and Marketing for the Atlanta Dream to the podcast. Dan, we're super excited to have you. Thanks for having me on, guys. I appreciate it. So the Dream are entering their 10th season. And what I wanted to start out with is, can you give us a little mindset or a little insight into where you guys are versus the rest of the league in terms of social engagement? So um, this year, like you said, it's our 10th season. It's a big deal for the organization uh, and the city. So we uh, recently just unveiled this past yesterday our um 10th season logo and so through that we did a very big social push with a unveiling video uh we released a timeline through adobe spark uh which is a, a great feature that they're providing to highlight our 10 our going into our 10th season and then uh with the web we also actually uh, had a trade go through yesterday so we uh uh, promoted that as well. So it was a, a lot of engagement, a lot of talk around the dream. Uh, we're also uh, jumping in. We appreciate the Falcons and what they're doing in the city for, of Atlanta. So we are jumping on that conversation to highlight how great Atlanta is a smart sports team, uh, sports town, and uh, engaging our fans and, and their fans, which kind of overlap. So one thing that I noticed is you had players doing Instagram takeovers. How successful has that been for you guys? Um, that's been great. You know, you the beauty of uh, Instagram stories takeovers, especially with our players playing overseas, uh, you're giving it a real insight into what their life is like. Because I, I can't imagine what it's like to pick up, move thousands of miles away from your home and live in a foreign country and, have to play basketball, go back and, and take care of yourself, which a lot of these athletes, you know, everything is kind of taken care of for them. They food, uh, practice, everything here. You're going to a foreign country and you got to figure it out. And uh, getting the inside, our fans just really loved it. And then now with Instagram stories, you can get the um, behind the house analytics to see what fans are looking at. And that, that was huge. I mean, compared to some of our normal posts, uh, fans really engaged with it and uh, followed up. And the, and the beauty is now you can actually, we captured our last one and, and replayed it on Facebook for our fans. And that got huge engagement after the fact. So it was a, a nice way to kind of bring it back to the fans. If they, if they missed it on Instagram, we re-showed it. That's smart to reutilize that, uh, you know, that content. And I guess, you know, obviously you guys are, are jumping in on, new platforms and trends and really paying attention, especially to the social side, which is very smart. I guess I'm curious, you know, looking forward through 2017, what are you guys as a team, what is the, what is the, what is the dream focusing on as marketing initiatives and, I, and channels and platforms of putting more effort in than others? Uh, so in general, we, we did a, we're doing a hard look at our fan base because the WNBA fan base is, is a little different, but we are basketball fans. We're sports fans, you know, and, and one of the big things is making sure to highlight how athletic our athletes are. I mean, these are the the best women in the world at what they do. And it's 144 athletes in the league at the top of their game, and we're really focusing on most people can't do what they do. I mean, most, you know, men maybe will look at it and say, oh, I could do that. Well, we're going to show you you can't. <laughs> and then highlight how, how great 
they are at this sport. And then platform-wise, we're really we're going to venture into like everyone else. We're going to venture into live access because you know people do want to see what's going on behind the scenes. We're on the road with our players. We're going to show fans what it's like to travel, what they're doing on the road because that's that's such a unique experience, especially at the pro level. College levels, everything everything is kind of organized very straight, and here, you know, players are they're paid to to be there, so they they have to show up and they have to do certain things. So we're going to show that. And looking at it from the perspective of you know being a part of the WNBA, a women's mm-hmm. a women's league, um, a team that's only ten years old. Obviously, you know, some of the women's sports, you know, and this has been the same with with soccer as well, where, you know, there is not necessarily the it's the scale of investment behind, from the leagues, uh, you know, towards the teams to create some level of momentum. So there's challenges on that side of it. But on the flip side, being a smaller, newer, fresher team uh, that kind of gets to build their fan base from scratch what is what are the challenges of of that position and then what are the advantages of that position if there are any so the so the challenges are we're also in a league where half our teams are owned by nba franchises and then half are not we're a privately owned organization we have uh the only woman-owned franchise unit with our we have two women who own our our team and it, it's a challenge because we are we're playing catch up in a lot of ways because a lot of teams may have a little more financial leverage or they can purchase into something that the the NBA team is doing, so they may have a little bit more uh, with on the marketing automation side or a, a little more money to throw around because they can pool it. So we have that challenge. Finances is always going to be an issue, but it also allows us to be a little more creative. So, like I, I mentioned before, that with Adobe Spark, well. It was we have a Adobe login because we we do everything in house. Uh, we have a graphic designer. We have uh, a full time marketing kind of a coordinator who helps with social content creation and helping on the PR side. So he's he's doing a lot of stuff. But with like Adobe Spark, we dived in. We saw something that we can use for free, and uh, really tested it out and used some old videos. And uh, we don't have the restrictions maybe that some of them. We don't have the red tape. We're kind of a startup in a lot of ways. We have under 20 people on staff. So it's it's been a lot of fun to really be creative. And we talk a lot about being the best. Um, we know that – so on the college side, you have – Clemson gets a lot of love, and they deserve it. They work hard. They work as a team. And you know, we, we admire that, and we talk a lot about how can we be the best in what we do in the W and then maybe in, in NBA and W just – see how we can be number one at what what we're doing in the social and digital space. So Michael Cooper is the head coach of the Atlanta dream. And obviously he's from the Showtime Lakers. Is there anything that you guys have been able to learn from him that you've then been able to implement? Because he certainly brings a unique uh, perspective and a good amount of credibility mm-hmm. to everything that's going on with your organization. Yeah. I mean, you know, you always run into the the issue with someone like that, that, people will call up and say, oh, I want to talk to Michael Cooper because, you know, he's great. And I remember him with the Lakers. And then they talk to him and say, hey, it's the head coach of Atlanta Dream, Michael Cooper. So, Michael, let me talk to you about the Lakers. And they never bring up what he's doing currently. And he has to push that into the conversation. So what we've learned is 
he's he's been very proactive and reminding people what he's doing now. He's super successful. He has over 200 plus wins uh, in the WNBA. He's won two championships. We're lucky to have him. And trying to push him to to get a little bit more on the digital side. He has a Twitter handle, but he doesn't really use it. But we're trying to leverage him and uh, talk to him about uh, being on video more and uh, being out there in the community and being open to, to new opportunities. And he's he's got a dynamic personality. And so we really try to leverage that personality and, and make sure we are highlighting what he's done, but how he's, trans, how he's translating it to the W. How important is live? Oh, I'm sorry. How important is live streaming going to be to you guys and your strategy moving forward? Uh, it's huge. I mean, that's, it changes the game being able to just simply pull up your, your iPhone and uh, flip on a live interview post game or uh, shoot around to, to, around game days and then in the off season it gives us an opportunity to highlight things that may be going on in the community uh we're very community based and that, that's something that bw does very differently than all the other pro leagues is i mean we're doing events in the community all the time our players are required per contract to do at least 10 community um, outreach um, projects uh a year so that's a 120 different times we get to leverage uh, the community with our players when they're in market and then outside of market, we're doing fit clinics and we're doing, uh, we're taking our star, our mascot star on the road and bring him to schools. And so going live will, will change the game, I guess, to, to really highlight those, uh, then, then coming back to a photo gallery later on or, you know, a, a video that gets produced. And by the time it gets up there, it's already kind of old news. So to, just like, I mean, just like the news cycle currently with everything that's going on in politics, everything's now, 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 and then the conversation changes <laughs> within, you know, 15 minutes, something else come, pops up. And we have to do the same with us is really show the now and not the what was. Dan, I have, um, I have one last question here. And, um, mm-hmm. What advice, if you were talking to either other teams within your league or other organizations or teams that are in a similar situation, a more startup type of position, newer, been around for 10 or less years, what advice would you give to them from a marketing perspective of of, of what to really look out for that has the biggest upside and the biggest impact to grow the team? On the marketing side, just find talent that is able to do multiple things. So, you know, we can't specialize in just one area. We have to be able to, to handle most, be good in numerous areas. So I would love to be the best at everything, but I can't, and it's not possible. I'd love to be, you know, as, as good as I possibly can at multiple areas. So having talent that can pick up a camera and do some video uh, and not be afraid, someone that's willing to take the time and jump into a mascot costume. I know it sounds crazy, but it, it, having the team we just put together a, a video because we're moving facilities this year from phillips arena to mccamish pavilion on the georgia tech campus because of uh renovations at phillips so we decided to do a kind of uh rocky theme running with the dream to uh mccamish pavilion and to get the mascot it cost 
$150 every time you hire someone to be in the mascot. But having staff members that are willing to take one for the team and dress up as the mascot for free and, and be silly and, and be part of a video, that goes a long way. So I think it's really going across different departments and working as a team and uh, really no team successful on the court if they don't work together as a team. And we see the same thing off the court. If you're not working as a team successfully off the court, we're never going to be successful as an organization. So especially on the small level, we just you need to be able to work across the table and work with each other. It's always good and bad, but team is, is the most important aspect of the organization. Well, Dan, if a requirement is jumping into a mascot costume, then sign me up because that sounds fantastic. <laughs> We'd love to have you. That it's a it's definitely intimidating, but when once you put that head on, I think uh, everything changes. <laughs> man, give give me a trampoline and halftime, and man, I'll be dunking like the Phoenix Suns gorilla in no time. <laughs> we just. We'll have to up our insurance with a trampoline. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, Dan, we really appreciate you coming on the show. We're certainly excited about what you've got going on with the Atlanta Dream. We highly recommend you guys, if you're in the Atlanta Thank area, you. or you just want to check out more about the Atlanta Dream, uh, check them out on all social media platforms. Yes, please do. Uh, follow us. All our handles are at um, Atlanta Dream. Uh, we'd love for everyone to check us out, see what we're doing, reach out, uh, send us emails, uh, give us suggestions, but definitely check out a W game if you're in the market. You'll be totally impressed by walking to arena and watching these women play. They're, they're unreal. Awesome. Incredible talent. And, Dan, thank you so much for jumping on the show. We appreciate it, and it was awesome to talk with you. Thank you guys so much for including us in your podcast. We really appreciate it. Thank you.